Hello, and welcome back to uh, Gerodian Journeys. I am your game master, James Bechet. And with me, as always, are my players. Say hello, players. Hello, hello players. players. Hello. <laughs> and Cam. Um, when last we met, um, the party, which have you guys decided on a, a name yet? Oh, I forgot you told us to do that. <laughs> I don't think we did. All right. Um, well, for for now, uh, I'm going to start referring to you in-game as the overqualified babysitters. So until you pick a different name, that is going to be your party name uh, going forward. So if you want to change it, if you want to change it, you guys need to come up with a different name. All if right. that's the case, I want to change my name to Scott Bale. <laughs> no, you are not going to be Charles in charge. Oh. Um. So when uh, last we uh, met with the overqualified babysitters, um, they had just started to discover uh, what uh, some of their actions uh came to. So, uh, Bonnie, why don't you give a quick recap of what happened last session? All right. So last session, um, we discovered the consequences of cutting off old ladies' hands, um, apparently. I was not there when we cut off the old lady's hands, but we found out exactly what happens when that happens. Um, so we headed out to try to um find someone in the jewelry district and we could not get in there because there was just lots of there was a big crowd we couldn't push through um we didn't really understand like we didn't know what was going on but it was just super crowded and seemed like there was big commotion um so we split up from maywin maywin got a ride from banjo to go see if she could figure out what was going on. And Giovanni managed to get the rest of us into a secret thieves meetup um, that was full of tea flames. Apparently, two and a half years ago, the con uh, the contacts that he had from the thieves, the, the group to abolish all magic that's still a thing and it's all tieflings um we met one particular old pirate tiefling named tova um who had a lot of experience with the types of bracelets that we destroyed um and he told us that we apparently released a plague of demons onto the town um and that's exactly what Maywin found when she was flying around. Uh, she saw a whole bunch of demons absolutely destroying some guards. Uh, she narrowly escaped some some bad stuff with the demons. Um, and in the end, we all met up and we went and got a drink because we figured if we were going to fight some demons, then we needed a drink. Yes, very good. Uh, yes, uh, Maywin wasn't actually attacked by uh, the demons. She was attacked by the guards that were trying to prevent her from flying over the wall uh, because the guards had shut down 
uh, the entire merchant district, and which is why there was such a large crowd. Um, and yes, that's you found out that the reason for that um, was a demon incursion. Um, so you all get back together at the tavern, and uh, one of the last things that happened before the session ended was Alicia uh, got a message from her father uh, in her mind that just said, we need to talk. Um, <clears throat> so you are all sitting in the tavern. Alicia, you just got that message in your mind uh, where your father said, we need to talk. Um, so when she hears that, her head's going to kind of snap up. Mm -hmm. Um, and you guys will kind of notice that her eyes just kind of go unfocused. Um, and, and she's going to reach back and go, father, um, it's, it's been a while. Yes. It has. We have many questions. I Okay. Um I assume you heard what happened to Grand Miguel. <clears throat> yes. Um this is not this converse conversation can't be done in this manner. Where are you right now? What was once the town of town, I guess now it is called Billingsburg. Yes, I am familiar with the and you can actually kind of hear the disgust in his voice. Billingsburg. Um, are you planning on leaving anytime soon? Um, she kind of pauses for a moment. Uh, kind of look like turns her head to look around, even though her eyes are still kind of unfocused. Um, and then the voice kind of deepens. I don't know if I was planning on getting revenge against that that killed my family, but do you wish for me to leave? I need you to the east. That is where I am currently. We should talk in person. Seems like what I've done so far has caused a bit of a problem for this town. Forget uh, the town. Wish... Forget the town. The town is immaterial. I need you to the east as fast as possible. Settle your, settle your affairs. Do whatever it is you need to do. And come to the east. Understood. Um, there is one that I wish to find a proper home for. She is very powerful but very young. We shall see. Understood. And then you, you don't like, it's not like there's a click, like somebody hanging up the phone, but 
you feel the connection disappear. Her eyes kind of return uh, and she looks around and goes, um, so it looks like I am needed in the East. So should we maybe, I know we've kind of caused a little problem here, but I think we might be better off doing what was requested of us in the East. Wait, what? What? What's What's got you thinking that? Um, oh were you just talking to somebody? Yes. You gotta start talking out loud when you do that. But then they can't hear me. But then you decide you want to go off to the east when we literally just released a bunch of demons. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't. Do you think we have enough power to seal all these demons away? Because I don't. I mean, I think we haven't tried yet. We can sure as hell find a way. There's also a possibility that the more powerful people that are currently fighting in the East might have a way of sealing this demon portal. And the best we might be able to do right now is just kind of slow it down. What's, what's, okay, whatever's going on, I don't like that something's got you spooked, but we can't just run away from the problem that we've created. So I heard from my dad and he really wants me in the East right now and he's not really happy about what happened to Gran and might know people that can kind of fix this problem. Wait, you have a, a dad? Oh yeah, he's kind of an asshole, but he is he still my dad. Right. But like, aren't you like a thousand years old? Can't you do what you want? I am a hundred. Oh, wow. Oh, like 110, I think now. Lost oh. track after like 80. I mean... You're a dwarf. We've lived for very long times. Well, yeah, but my family's been dead for ages. I kind of just assumed that was the standard. Mm, I no, I know he's still alive. I it doesn't it just doesn't sit well with me to leave right now. I guess I'll leave it to a group vote, but I think we should deal with this before going anywhere. I agree. With well now of you know, literally breaking loose, not the best time for us to go. Maywin says, "I, I'm undecided myself, but I I believe that we have an obligation to 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 help these people. I, if we leave right now, like we may come back to nothing." we kind of did this or i kind of did this so i kind of feel like i need to fix it
Alicia kind of pauses for a long moment. Okay, why don't we, since since we have agreed um, to meet with them tomorrow, why don't we do that? Um, and try, if it if we find out that this situation is bigger than we think, then we're going to need to get help from elsewhere. Yes, um, I I think I think we need to at least try. And if we fail, we can always say, well, at least we tried and go get try to get more help. But I don't think I could live with myself if we didn't at least try. I agree, though that does mean we need some idea of what to actually do about this. Well, I think we should go back to the hotel. We're meeting with them tomorrow. If you go back to the hotel, we should... I, I think we need to... warn people, maybe? Like, I think we should go back to the hotel. I think we should try to gather anybody that we can keep them at the hotel. Uh, I, you know, Olive should obviously stay at the hotel. Um, I'll stay behind with her to protect the hotel. Plus, I want to talk to that halfling some more. And... You know, maybe Trevor and Riggs, they're small. Maybe they can get into places that we can't. I think we need the Kobolds. Oh, damn. We do. We probably do need our Kobolds. So I think we should finish our drinks here, and then we should go back to the hotel. And we can make a plan from there. Riggs seems like he's a fairly level-headed guy. Maybe he has some ideas. I mean, it kind of was Riggs's idea that caused this problem. So maybe he has an idea on how to fix it. Even by accident. I feel like I missed a crucial detail here. <laughs> Um, the demon portal opened after we destroyed the bracelet that was on the woman's hand. Oh, I remember that now. <laughs> I also totally forgot Riggs wasn't already with us in the park. <laughs> I was like, oh, um, yeah, we got to go get him. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, uh, sorry, I just, I haven't heard from my dad in a really long time, so if he's contacting me, it's like something important, but you're right. We need to at least try to resolve the situation. Um, and since we've already made arrangements to have people guide us in, we can the very least assess the severity of the situation and whether or not the guards can hold out until something more powerful to close the portal shows up. Because I'm not that powerful. Well, you don't know that until you try. Fair, but I don't... Demon closing 
abilities does not seem to be my forte yet, or demon portal closing abilities is not something I've learned yet. I mean, we've managed some pretty wild stuff when we've all put our heads together. We we'll come some we'll come up with something. I'm sure, it'll be a spur of the moment win, just like usual. But if we can't close, take care of this tomorrow, I do need to head out to see what my father needs. And my father knows some very powerful people. If we can't do it, I know that they can. May I roll for perception on Alicia's hesitancy on staying? Do you want to roll an insight? Insight, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. All right, go ahead. And uh, uh, Alicia, roll deception. Deception or or whichever one is appropriate. Yeah, might just be persuasion. Yeah. Right. Well, it de it depends. Are you? It depends on. Like in in Alicia, like are you trying to persuade them to go? Uh, because like it's up to you if you're trying to persuade them to go or if you're trying to stop them from learning the reason why you want to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally understand. Yep. So either one. All right. So I'm rolling for insight. Ish. Two. <laughs> well, plus my modifier four. So six. Two. <laughs> Um, Alicia definitely does seem off. You just can't put your finger on, like, why. You don't know if it's something to do with her dad. You don't know, like, what's causing this. But she's definitely acting off. Like, that much, even with that low of an insight roll, that's obvious. She's acting off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get the, just because you've been kind of around her and have talked to her off and on, um, you kind of get the impression that the reason that she was staying with granny is because she doesn't get along well with her dad. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I won't tell you what type of role I did, but I will tell you that she got a 17 on her role. Oh yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So what do you guys want to do? What are you doing now? Uh, I guess get all the squishy people, except for Alicia, back to the hotel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like to, I, I, I like Maywin's plan to keep the vulnerable. Uh, well, she's basically I, just going to keep Olive mm -hmm. there because Trevor and Riggs will come with you guys. Maywin... Mm -hmm. It's going to stay back with Olive. Um, and Dina's, and Dina, with us? And Dina's going to probably come with you guys. Well, yeah. that, it's up. It's up. We'll see. We'll see. Depends okay. on <laughs> Depends on how you RP this. So I won't, I won't say for certain that she's going to come, but we'll see how this RPs out. So, oh, okay. It's like, All I would right. love to have my lady by my side as we fight. Right. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So you guys finish your beers. Um, you head back to the hotel. Um, Maywin says that she took quite a bit of damage 
uh, doing the scouting mission. So she's going to go lay down for a little bit. And since she's going to stay with Olive, um, she's going to leave it up to you guys to do the planning. Uh-huh. Um, but um, um, she <sighs> turns to you, Velody, and she says, since I am not going to be with you since I'm probably not going to be a part of this. Um, I want to give you a little bit of extra protection. So just this once I'm going to let you have banjo and she hands you the little tribble and she, she tells you that there is a, basically a magic word um, that basically you speak it, you you say what you want Banjo to turn into. Right now, the only two options are Giant Eagle or Dire Wolf. Um, you speak into it, and you say what you want it to, to become, and then you say the magic word, you throw it out, and it turns into that object. Um, Banjo can understand what you say, but you can't actually, like... There's no communication. So you just kind of have to interpret kind of movements and, and stuff like that. Um, she pets the Tribble a little bit. You hear whisper something to the Tribble and then she hands you uh, Banjo. I take him very carefully. I, I hope you know my pointy-eared friend. I don't understand this creature, but I will guard him with my life. I just, won't let anything just make sure he comes back, please. He'll come back even if I don't. You have my word. Well, no, both of you need to come back. Well, that's the that's the that's the hope, you know, that's the ideal. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go lay down now. Okay, so Maywin goes and lays down. Um, Olive is just kind of sitting in the room, doing a little bit of drawing, just kind of not really paying attention. Um, she watches as Maywin lies down. Maywin kind of like passes right out. And those of you that are kind of in the area, like Alicia, you you watch as Olive gets up and kind of shifts the blankets and the the uh sheets around so Maywin's kind of tucked in and she just goes back down sitting down and starts drawing again okay so what would you guys like to do it's rather late at this point right uh i'd say it's probably around dinner time Um, it's I mean it normally wouldn't have taken you this long but the throngs of people are starting to build up so um, it's uh, it's it's getting hard to move through the streets now because the backup into the merchants guild is now starting to spread throughout the city as more and more people are a uh, like 
you know, trying to get in there, but also be like just cu very curious about what's going on. Like this whole city has come alive and are now like all over the streets and stuff trying to figure out like, you know, what's going on. Since it is around dinner time, I'd say let's grab some food and hopefully eavesdrop on local conversations or even chat with locals. Okay. So you guys go down to the dining room. Um, there's, it's pretty packed. Uh, normally the hotel uh, restaurant is not this busy. I mean, you, there's the guests that, you know, come down for meals and stuff like that, but there's a lot of people down here now. It seems like this is one of those places where people have started to gather to gossip and uh, chat. And um, as you guys uh, kind of make your way down, um, the little halfling that uh, Maywin also wanted to talk to is kind of, you know, arguing with different people saying that, Hey, you know, guests of the hotel uh, get first priority at tables and we're shushing people away from a table and motioning for you guys to come sit down. Um, and as you walk through the crowd, uh, you hear various people talk about like, they heard that, um, uh, that the, uh, that the big flash of light um, was a meteor uh, hitting the city and that's why it's closed uh somebody said that um there's a uh that that tiamat herself has manifested in the merchants guild uh somebody said that um Ozymodius is giving out free wishes to those who will sell their soul um other people have heard that like the gods are are just basically taking over the merchants guild uh because um they uh you know that they've heard rumors that the because of the war the gods have left uh the town of uh uh Tectica and uh you know so now they're spread all over the world and there's just all sorts of you know rumors and scuttlebutt uh going on uh and not one like it's even n nowhere have you ever heard demon in all of this rambling you never hear the word demon man i didn't think towns these billionsburg guards were very good but they sure are keeping this under wraps yeah and i'm just kind of scanning around the room just as I listen to everyone and I maybe try to see if I can recognize anybody. I probably don't. Uh, make a perception check. Seven. Uh, nine. Nine. Um, not really. I mean, there's a couple people that look like they have familiar faces but upon closer inspection you're like man i don't think i know them um you do hear um 
you do hear uh while you're looking around uh you do think you hear your name uh said once and then you kind of scan to see if you can see who said it but you don't see anybody looking at you or like looking directly at you uh and you don't hear your name again mm -hmm. Um, they called out to, um, the, uh, Giovanni. Giovanni thinks she heard her name, like and among okay. all the, among all the din and the conversations, uh, at one point in time, she thought she heard her name or I'm sorry, mm -hmm. he thought he heard his name, uh, spoken, but when he looked around, he didn't see anybody looking at him and, um, he never heard it again. So it just could have been a trick of the the acoustics. So what are you guys doing? You are now sitting at uh, the table. Uh, there's a throng of people all around you and um, the 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 innkeeper uh, guy has basically brought you like some like a picture picture of ale and a bunch of cups and says that he'll be back to take your order um alicia will definitely down a mug of ale okay i'll join her in that i will gently sip on my ale as i'm still keeping watch of anything funky okay did we, were we supposed to meet Tova somewhere? Yes, back at the same place. Okay. Did he tell us to do any sort of preparation? I don't recall. No, um, I don't, I don't think so. No, uh, we were told that it will take them a little bit to organize stuff to get the pathway that leads uh, underneath the merchant district ready for us. Okay. Uh, and we'll be ready. Uh, it'll be ready tomorrow morning. Yeah, he didn't give a specific time. He just said or just tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow morning. Um, so we're to basically hold tight until that is the case, and then we can get into the merchant district. All right. <clears throat> do we need to catch rigs up on everything? Uh, yeah, we should definitely do that. Mm -hmm. All right, hold on here. Um, so I, I feel like while we're sitting there, we're probably uh, informing Riggs and Trevor of what's going on. Yep. Yeah, Riggs, you're you're with the group now. You're down on the and the the table, uh, talking to them. When they came back, they got you and Trevor and said, you know, come join us. And I did I did see your message, but. It was, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just something I thought would be funny. Yeah, no, it's, I, I had, yeah. Anyways. Okay, so. I'm to make this chat one the boy. Oh, 
All right, so what are you guys doing? Are you just going to sit here quietly <laughs> and eat or? Um, Alicia does seem a little bit more out of it than normal. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's probably not going to be talking too much. Um, but, um, she's definitely listening to what's going on both okay. at the table and around her. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check with disadvantage just cause you're preoccupied and, uh, but we'll see if you pick up on anything in any of the conversations around you. That's going to be a seven. Yeah, no. Your focus is somewhere completely elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Velody, um, do you do you want to make a perception check? Yeah. All right. And I'll let Riggs, I'll let you do the same. Let's see. Do I have any? Oh shit, I got a Plus four. Oh, nice. Eight. eight. Sorry, hold on, Bonnie. What'd you get? I got eight. Even eight. With four. <laughs> All right, Riggs. What'd you get? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, Riggs. Um, you overhear a gentleman who is talking to. Um, like it's this younger gentleman, uh, very, very well dressed. Uh, he is talking to a group of, uh, very good looking by human standard, uh, young ladies, and he's very, very drunk. Uh, but you can hear him say, no, I'm telling you, I was there. It's a giant monster. It's just, it. They don't want anybody in there because they don't want anybody to find it. And whoever captures it gets a buttload of money. So I'm going to sneak in there tomorrow and I'm going to capture it. I relay this to the group. Hang on. Hmm. He relays he now? what he he relays exactly what he heard, and he points out the young gentleman who is about two tables over and just kind of standing there with uh, uh, a beer stein in in his hand, and at the table are just a bunch of you know young ladies, and he's you know kind of swaying back and forth as he's talking. Uh, and you don't even need to roll a perception check. You can tell by the look on their faces. They are not interested, not impressed. So what you would expect from women talking to a drunk dude? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Living above a bar. I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I have no personal experience being too drunk and trying to talk to a woman. I know, Cam. I know. I've been there. Yeah, wait, you were there for some of that. That's what I mean. I was there. <laughs> oh. um, I go like, this guy was there for this monster that he's going to catch tomorrow morning. Cool. 
So I go up to the bartender and I ask the bartender if they have any portal wine. I say, say it again. You go to the bartender what? and ask if they have any portal wine. Portal wine? Yes, portal wine. Uh, the halfling looks at you and goes, I'm portal wine? I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. Fair enough. And I go back. Okay. We have wine. We have ale. We have brandy. We have sand keg ale. Um, we have... Huh? I'm looking for a very specific wine that after three drinks takes you to someplace magical. Oh, um, I don't think we have that. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. Um, I mean, if you drink sand keg ale after three drinks, you start hallucinating. Does that count? No, this physically takes you someplace magical. Oh, yeah. I, I've never heard of anything like that. Okay, that seems fair odd. Okay. Have uh just take it easy, little guy. Little guy. Well, I mean you're slightly smaller than me. I'm not sure what to throw at you. <laughs> uh don't throw anything at me. I'd hate to kick you out. I'd hate to be kicked out. All right. Uh, well, uh, have a good day, Munchkin. I walk away. You too, tiny lizard man. And he walks away. Um, What's it like okay. at the Lollipop Guild? <laughs> we represent. Um, okay, so during this uh, interaction, uh, what's our... The three of you doing are you just watching Trevor or Trevor Riggs uh interact with the halfling? Are you talking amongst yourselves? What are you doing? I'm watching Riggs and I am giggling. Okay. I'm watching Riggs and lightly cringing. <laughs> okay. All right. But I'm also keeping my eye on uh the dude who is drunk. Okay. Uh after a few minutes of getting nowhere, you can now see him kind of weaving through the crowd and trying to like talk up other women. Uh, and it, it he, he's not doing well. He has like zero riz. Um, he, uh, you, you do you notice it's never mind. You're too old, Cam. <laughs> the, the the young the youngsters will know what I'm talking about. I do, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, he's talking I, about the listeners. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, oh, the okay. listeners, but also, uh, I'll I'll put it in I'll put it in Gen X uh, terms for you, Cam. He has no game. Okay. <laughs> there it. we go. <laughs> it's it's millennial for charisma. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Kind of, yeah, exactly. No, I, I'm fairly certain that's Gen Z or it's Gen Alpha. Gen, yeah, it's Gen oh, Z. Yeah, yeah, Gen yeah. Alpha. Gen Z is what I meant it's to all say. the it's all the high school kids. It's that's what so Google that, says, right? <laughs> it's what Google tells me. Yeah, I got him to Google. <laughs> um. So yeah, he has he has like zero game. 
Um, but Belodi, uh, since you are keeping an eye on him, I want you to make a perception check with advantage because you're actually physically watching him. All right. 18. 18. Uh, you watch as he's kind of bouncing around to the different ladies and the different tables. Uh, and you watch as he's kind of, kind of gets to the other side of the room and he's talking to this uh, very attractive, um, uh, like, she looks human, but very exotic, uh, if that makes any sense. Like, she doesn't look like she is native to uh, Billingsburg. And as he's talking to her, you notice as she's nodding her head, and then she she kind of, like, motions with her head, and you watch as two very, very large gentlemen uh, walk up to him, throw a bag over his head, and whisk him away. Oh man, they beat me to it. So I'm gonna sit up. I'm gonna be like, "Did you guys see that? What? What? Yeah, none of none of the rest of you seen it because Riggs, you were talking to the barkeep, and Alicia, you were preoccupied, and Giovanni, you were watching Riz or Riz Riggs. You were watching Riggs." Uh, have that very awkward interaction with the the barkeep. Are you um, saying I'm the human embodiment of charisma? No, that's what I heard. You're, you're the you're the cobalt. Uh, 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 you're the cobalt embodiment of charisma, except like the anti. Okay. Uh. So yeah. So none of them have seen it. Um, no, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What what happened? Wait. Where'd he go? I'm torn because I like want to run after him, but I also want to catch everyone up. So, and I don't want to get snatched myself. So I'm just going to tell them and be like, okay, so you guys see that lady over there in the corner? And I gesture at her. Uh, mm -hmm. As you gesture to her, you watch as uh, the lady that she's pointing to just kind of like looks around she throws a hood over her head and she starts to head out the way that you saw them take that guy. Ah, oh, let's go. You just had that guy kidnapped and now she's following them. So I think we should follow her. Yeah, let's go. All yep. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you push your way through the crowd uh, and you get to where she was. And as you look, um, you see there is a doorway to looks like what could be like the kitchen or like a storage unit or something. There's just a door right there. Um, and you do notice that there's one very large gentleman standing in front of the door with his arms crossed like this, crossed in front of his chest, like he's guarding the door. Can we see any of her footprints? Uh, make a investigation check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, yeah, I mean, her footprints are going that way. 
Okay. I I touch one of her footprints and cast Illuminating Spore, and I okay. give the other three the ability to also see her footprints. Okay. Uh, yes, her footprints are absolutely leading into that door. We have an hour to follow these. Um, okay, well, that's quite okay. helpful, actually. Uh, how tall is the, the quote-unquote guard guy? Uh, guard? He's about seven feet, maybe seven feet two. Does he work? Very, very large, very barrel-chested, gray skin. Um, he is dressed, okay. he's dressed very fancy, but he looks very uncomfortable in these clothes. So Goliath? Um yeah, I'd say you know what a Goliath was. So yeah, a Goliath. Okay. I'm gonna try to get some answers out of him. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's what's up, guy? No pass. Okay, I figured as much. Um, we, I mean, the, the, the guy that was just taken away, he was a friend of ours. He just unfortunately wandered off. I, we we got to take him to bed. He was clearly just sloshed and striking out with every single lady in the bar. So can we, can we just grab our friends really quick? No pass. Listen, listen, this is my nephew. My my sister's gonna kill me if we, we don't get him back. Like it's his first time drinking. He just loves drinking. He's like, come on, do okay. Can I roll for, for deception? Yeah, I was gonna say make it a <laughs> I offer him a blue crayon because he sounds like a marine. <laughs> I got He takes the crayon. He takes a bite out of it. Mm. I've had better. And he throws it back at you. Uh, 12. 12. Mm. Nephew, stupid. No pass. Yes, I know he's stupid. Great. Like, Gosh, my sister's only like one of those powerful wizards that anyone could come across. And I, I guess I'm dead. I might as well just go write my will now. Wizard, just squish. kind of... wizard squishy. <laughs> and I just kind of turn around. <laughs> I turn around to everybody else. I'm just like, have the face like, um, help me. I'm going to run outside and run around the building and see if the footsteps of footprints have left the building. Okay. Um, no, they have not. Okay. I go back in and I whisper to whoever's the furthest from the door guard. They're still in the building. So it takes you about five minutes to get through the people outside around to the other side where the door would have been and then back inside. So you guys have five minutes where Riggs is doing this. So what are you guys doing? I mean, 
I'd like to think I've learned some lessons with this group, but I'm I'm losing patience. I'm about ready to make this guy move. Okay. So what are you going to do? Uh... <laughs> I kind of see, you know, Valori's trying to do something. was like, and I kind of like gently just shake my head no, like, Um, um, in, um, uh, Giovanni's head, you're just going to hear it. Do you want me to do it? I can't talk to you back. Yes, you can. Right. Okay. Uh, how, how about we just bribe him? Okay, fine. We'll try that. And if not, so I turn around it's like, Hey, um, Okay, I'm so sorry for my outburst. Like, I really need to get my nephew. Like, just, just ha how about you take this as a tip? And I, where's, where's the money? And I take out about five platinum. Okay. From the purse. Okay. In but your I, hand. I, I, I hold it so that he does it so like it's not readily seen. And I just try, I try to shake his hand, even though his arms are crossed, I just try, I like kind of tuck it. Like I want to shake his hand, but I see that's not possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just kind of tuck each piece gently into his pocket. Or at least any sort of satchel that to see. I'm looking for also a satchel or something. Uh, no satchel. No, say no, he's no. not wearing any. Yeah, he's just, he's wearing... Fancy clothes. Um, no, like, no, like, not even like any pockets. Like, just it looks like somebody took some skeins of fabric and just made something that would cover up his bare body, but using like really nice materials. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. So. Like, just, I just really want to get my nephew, you know, been really close since, you know, he was a baby. And I just like, hey, can you at least do us this one favor? Like, and so I, I try to slip the fight. I at least now, now I actually reach up to his hands. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess for context for listeners, I'm about 5'11". And I try to slip it like into his arms. Mm -hmm. Or at least I show it in a way where he can see it and okay. i almost let the light make it shiny mm -hmm. so you put the platinum in between his arms he just looks yeah. down he looks down at it he kind of looks back at you and he uncrosses his arms and the platinum just falls to the floor and then he recrosses his arms no Ass. By this point in time, Rage, you've come back. I gently right. pick up the money while still maintaining eye contact because I don't know if this guy's gonna like pick me or something. Mm -hmm. Rigs, by this point in time, you're back. So if you wanna interact with them, you can. I pick up the money, so if you don't want it, I'll take it. It's the, it's the collective bank. I'm going to give it back. 
All right, fine. All Turn right. off everyone else. Other than trying to kick this guy's ass, does anyone have any ideas? Nope. I look at him. Oh. You're a big fucker, ain't you? <laughs> Wait, I think Alicia might have. Oh, rewind. I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, I, I definitely have something we can do. Uh, it was the thing that she was asking if you she, you already wanted her to do. Uh, sure. I got it. Um, just checking which particular spell I want to use over the other. Um, you yourself as a hot female, whatever he is. Um. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go with um. We're gonna go with that one. Okay. Um, burn some sorcery points so nobody knows I'm casting a spell. Woohoo. Um, I will need a wisdom saving throw from this gentleman. Okay. Uh, nine. Cool. Um, Alicia's just gonna kind of look at him uh, and smile and go, pass. I cast suggestion on him. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. And he opens the door. Thank you. Welcome. Oh, so. All right. Uh, <laughs> suggestion doesn't, like, once the spell ends, they don't know that they were affected by it, which mm -hmm. is the improvement over charm person. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. So, uh, you guys, so you guys, the doors open, you guys walk in, uh, it is pitch black in here, uh, but you do see the footprints that are now illuminated because of Riggs's spell, uh, and they, uh, go forward and then just disappear. I guess we go that way. Follow me, guys. Hang on to my cloak. Let's make a chain. Dark vision. Okay. You guys walk about 10 feet and you're at the spot where it ends. You guys are in a tiny little room. I mean, you can't see anything, but... There's new footprints? There's, there's footprints that lead up to a certain spot and then they just disappear. Right. Are there any other footprints? Uh well you only can illuminate the one footprints. Oh, who has dark vision? I do. I do. Oh, okay. I forgot. So yeah, the the prints are illuminated up to a trap door, which is on the floor. I forgot to ask that. <laughs> so yeah, those of you with dark vision, like those of you who do not have dark vision, it just looks like footprints glowing in the dark and then disappearing. For those of you who do have dark vision. There are footprints glowing, and then they go to a trap door, and then they disappear. I have dark vision. Yeah, oh, right. look at that. A door. Shall we open it? Yes, what? we shall. Okay. I'm going to... Is there any way to see through the door before we open it? 
Like, are there any holes in it that we can look through? No, it's just a solid. The only, way, the only reason that you know it's a trap door, or not say a trap door, but yeah, like a trap door in the in the floor is those of you with dark vision can see the outline of the door and a little handle to like pull up. All right. Last time I opened it, there was a whole gang of guards on the other side. Hmm. I look at Velody. All right. You got this and you got your axe ready in case something comes out. Yep. On the count of three. All right. In retrospect, I'm the weakest fighter. Maybe I should open the door. Are you? Don't take this the wrong way, but are you strong enough to open the door? It's pretty heavy. Me? I mean, Riggs, your abilities do tend to lie in further combat, not melee. Okay, you to shift. Uh, my strength. Where's my strength? I don't know. My strength's a fifteen. Well, your your ability for combat is better suited for range than for melee. No, I mean what I'm saying is, is maybe I should be the one to open the door since you guys are stronger melee fighters. All right, you open the door. I'll stand up ready with my axe. All right. All right. Right. On three. Okay. Three. Three. Open. All right. Okay. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Everybody within five feet of the door, which is, I believe, most of you. I am not because I am not melee. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay. 18. 18, okay. 13. 13, okay. Hold on, I need to... Uh, okay. Hold on one second here. I have to find... Uh, okay. Okay, everybody... Uh, who scored above a 14, you're going to take half damage. Uh, the rest of you, if you scored lower than uh, 14, you're going to take full damage. Uh, and you are going to take uh, a full 30 points of poison damage. Uh, and uh, half of that, if you succeeded, um, from a basically a a, uh, a a poison spell um going off when you trip the trap question i have yes. resistance what does that hold me with you take resistance half to what resistance uh, to what poison so you would take half again so if you would have taken 30 you take or 15 if you would take 15 you take uh six no, I'm sorry, seven. I would have I would have taken 30, so that's nice. Fifteen. Youch. Yep. A big green, are nice. Yep. A big green cloud just goes. And you guys are choking. You can feel the poison course through your veins for a split second. Um, but 
you know, some of you were able to move out of the way just enough that you didn't get the full effect. Some of you got it full in the face and, uh, but Velody, you were, you were resistant enough that you, you kind of just like shake it off. Uh, but now you can see down and there's a ladder against one wall and it just drops down into uh, the darkness below. Um, those of you with dark vision, it goes past your ability to, to see. It goes into just the darkness. I swear, guys, that came from the door, not me. So what well, are you doing? Uh, it's not that we're all poisoned. Huh? Now, so now that we're all poisoned. Um, uh, that was, uh. Well, you don't have right. the, you don't have the poison condition. Okay. You were just, you just took poison damage. Okay. Uh, might I suggest using a mage hand to open any further doors we come across? Sure. I mean, you could have suggested that sooner. We had to use rigs. <laughs> this group is not good about checking for traps. I'm just saying. I'm like a private <laughs> in an NBC environment. It's okay. Um. <laughs> that you know, I should have told you before that I did have mage hand, and that was on me. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh, by now. But also, maybe we should suspect that all of the tunnels in some secret shady organization might be trapped. Yeah, let's totally learn our lesson now. Uh oh. Because oh. <laughs> let's admit, this is not the first time. <laughs> this is not we either overcheck for traps or completely forget. Right. <laughs> You find a penny on the floor. I check for traps. <laughs> <laughs> there is a giant gnarly looking door with green ooze dripping from it. I open it. <laughs> it's fine. one or the other. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> All right. Um, On the ladder going down, do we see a couple of the rungs illuminated? Yes. You see all the room. You see all of the rungs slightly illuminated. I go down. Um, how far with that that spell, uh, Cam? Uh, like, does it? I don't know if it says. Does it say like you can see it for a certain distance, or is Let it just it. okay? I'm just going to read it out loud. Go ahead. You touch a set of tracks created by a single creature. That set of tracks and all other tracks made by the same creature give off a glow. You and up to three creatures you designate when you cast a spell can see the glow. A creature that can see the glow automatically succeeds on a wisdom survival check to track that creature. If the tracks are covered by obscuring objects such as leaves or mud, you and the creatures you designate have an advantage on wisdom survival checks to follow the tracks. If the creature leaving the tracks changes its tracks, such as by adding or removing footwear, the glow stops for the tracks change. Until the spell ends, you could use an action to touch and illuminate a new set of tracks. Okay. All right. So yeah, you guys can see as far down as your vision will let you. Uh, it illuminates down, but 
it looks like this tunnel goes pretty far down. That spell is a good reason to have boots of the winding or uh, boots of yeah, the winding path, I think is what it is. The ones that you can use to change your footprint. I go down the ladder until I can see the floor. Okay. Um, you. You're going down for quite a while. Like at one point in time, you start to think like this can't possibly be this deep. And just as you. Uh. Just as you start to think that, all of a sudden, you hit the floor. And you can see the footprints leading down a tunnel. And it looks like this tunnel had been, like, this tunnel was probably not here, like, even a few days ago. It looks like it was recently dug uh, very hastily um, and just kind of, like, you know... Um. Yeah, very hastily, and it looks like it's pretty fresh. Did anybody follow me down the ladder? I followed you. Yeah, we're following. Oh. Okay. So you all make it down there. What are you doing? Boots of false track is what they're called. Hmm. They're really cool. What's uh? It's a two-sided tunnel, so going in each direction. No, it's just one tunnel. Looks like you can basically walk down it single file. Well, we've come down into a tunnel. Might as well see see what's in it. All right, you start heading down. Uh, you, the tracks are, you know, eventually do, uh, you know, you're, you're following the tracks and this tunnel seems to go on for quite a while. There's no side entrances. There's no, um, you know, uh, like, like I said, it looks like it was freshly made, um, Eventually, you do um, come to the end of, I would say you guys are probably going through this tunnel for, God, probably a good 45 minutes. Uh, and then you end up coming to another, like, uh, ladder that goes straight up. What is the duration of the spell? Um, you got Cameron? about you got about five more minutes left on okay. that spell. It's one hour. Well, we can do one of two things. We can keep following them, or we can wait here for five minutes until these tracks disappear, and then I can recast the spell. Is there not a possibility that the tracks are above ground, too? It's possible. I just don't want them to wink, wink out on us and not be able to find another footprint. Whereas mm -hmm. if we're staring at them when they wink out, I can have my hand on a footprint when they wink out. I have no idea what's up there, though. Mm -hmm. Could be a building, could be a forest. 
could be right into the jaws of a demon. I'm not saying, like, don't go up. I'm just saying, might as well wing it. Um, well, if we are going to wait for a moment, maybe we should have somebody go up the ladder at least enough to make sure that that door isn't trapped. Because mm. the footprints go up this ladder, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah, that's probably, that's an idea. I sit down on the ground and put my hand on a footprint. Okay. Uh, so, are, is somebody going up to check the, the door, or are you guys just waiting the five minutes and then Riggs will recast? Waiting the five minutes. Okay. Well, so we can do both. Somebody can I, check the door I, while we wait. Door, but I'm not the best person to check the door, skills-wise. Okay. But I guess uh, we're going to use Mage Hand this time. Well, if it's trapped, we're going to use Mage Hand. I was thinking, since we're below, somebody could go mostly up the ladder and look to see if the door is trapped. Hmm. Since we got to wait for five minutes anyways. Mm -hmm. Well... <laughs> If no one else wants to, I can. But Giovanni, don't you have like some thieves tools and things to help with traps? Uh, I have thieves tools to try to open doors. Oh. However, do we all want to breathe in some poison gas again? Well, no. That's mm -hmm. I think that's what we're trying to avoid. Well, <laughs> yeah, we can investigate the doors, see if there's a trap. If there is, we can back off and use a mage hand to open it. Let's go with that. All right. Uh, my investigation is not strong. Investigation, oh. not uh, strong. Yeah. My investigation is okay. I'll give it a shot. Okay. So you're going to climb up about how far? You're going to go right to the door? Right to the door. Um, okay. And it I takes got... you. It <laughs> takes you a, a few minutes to get up there. Mm -hmm. Um, go ahead and make an investigation. Yeah, dirty twenty. Yep. Dirty twenty. Okay. Um, you do you have dark vision? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, so you know, dark vision is kind of in grayscales, so it's kind of hard mm -hmm. to make out like specific details. Um, but you do notice a fairly familiar sight. Um sticking out from or i should say sticking out but kind of surrounding the door are these little pearl like objects are just kind of like dangling there and it's kind of like the because it's not illuminated you can't really see but just because of who you are uh you you're pretty sure that there's some tripwire or trip wires somewhere in the vicinity that if the trip wires are broken, these little beads are going to fall and either hit the person standing there or drop all the way down to the ground and then uh, go off. Um, make a, well, 
Make an Arcana check with advantage. Okay. It's my Arcana. All right. My Arcana check is also a uh, dirty 20 with advantage. Very good. Uh, you've seen these beads. They're on a necklace that Alicia has, and you know that they're little fireball beads. Mm. And that if they go off, they basically are a fireball. And there's four of them. Oh, okay. One so in like I... one in the front, one in the back, and one on each side. Okay. So I climb back down and I relay this to everybody else. Okay. You gotta be kidding me. Just two of those beads took out like all of Billingsworth's guards. Ah, damn it. Seems like whoever... Oh, four of those beads is gonna do a large chunk of damage, yes. Probably gonna level half this building. <clears throat> Is it possible to safely remove them? No, there's with the trip hour everywhere, I wouldn't take that chance. I mean, if we What if we shoot it with an arrow? If we pluck them off of the strings and pocket them right away without releasing the tripwire, we can stop the ones from going off. Mm. Almost sounds like we're trying to defuse a bomb. Yeah. Also, yes. I mean, how high up is that um, door? Uh, it takes several minutes to get up there. Well, I'm trying to figure out, like, distance-wise. Oh, um... Maybe a little over 300 feet, you know, climbing rung by rung. It takes you about a couple minutes to get up there. All right. Um, cool. So, I'm guessing that five minutes has passed, so I'm going to recast Illuminating Spore on the footprint. Okay. And stand up. All right. They have now, they are standing out again. And you have another hour. Okay, so um, I have a plan. It's going to be messy. Oh. You have my attention. Sorry, so I'm, I'm, I'm writing your, your last <laughs> words. I have a plan. It's going to be messy. <laughs> Well, Alicia knows this spell. She right. knows the range of this spell. She knows the AOE of this spell. Yep. Mm -hmm. Watch this. Hold my beer. <laughs> I can climb up the ladder within 30 feet of this spell, or of, the, of this door. And as long as it is not locked, I can use the mage hand to just shove it open. Mm -hmm. Alternatively, as long as it is not locked. Um, we, okay. 
is the goal here. As long as it's not locked, there is another spell that has a further range than 30 feet, I think. I do not know. Uh, Jojo, tell me what the range of Thaumaturgy is, because I don't have it on my list. Oh, Thaumaturgy, 30 feet. Okay, same range. Cool. So, because Thaumaturgy can throw doors open as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... So we can use the mage hand to throw the door open. If I do it fast enough and all the beads go upwards, I will be out of the blast range at the edge of my range for my mage hand. Uh, if I don't do it fast enough, those beads are going to fall down. And as soon as they hit the ground, then a 20-foot um, radius sphere around the la base of the ladder will be covered in fire. If we're trying to set the beads off just not on us then why don't we go with Rick's suggestion of shooting at them when Can't element Rick shoot 300 feet in the dark oh good, good question how sheer is the wall what say what how, how smooth is the wall it's dirt up? it's dirt so the arrow would probably stick in the wall if they hit the wall yeah but at the same time, if he tries to shoot the fireballs and have them go off at the door itself, all four of those, uh, what was it, a 20-foot radius? 30? It's 20-foot radius. 20-foot radius. All combined, like, I have a feeling that will be buried alive if that happens. Agreed. Not to be a downer, but are we sure we want to completely obliterate whatever's on the other side of the door? We might obliterate that drunk guy who's probably pissing himself and half sober by now. Yeah. I can also see if I can remove the beads with the mage hand safely. Okay. This tunnel goes no further, correct? Correct. It was, you, you took the one trap door down you walked for a long time, about 45 minutes, straight path, no deviations, got to the end of the tunnel, and there's another ladder going up. Um, hmm. Actually, there is one other thing that I can do. I can uh -huh. send an unseen servant, which is a further range. It's 60 feet, so I can be 60 feet down the ladder. And have the unseen servant attempt to take the um, fireballs off without triggering anything. Which gives you a slight buffer if you're trying to get out. But you could still be buried alive. It's the best suggestion I've heard so far. I just... My thought is if they're attached to the door itself, what's likely going to happen when you pull the door open is it's going to fling the beads upward. I see. And then the ropes are going to break and the fireball would be released up there. I can intentionally make the unseen servant drop the beads, basically just rub their hand, hand across the top of the thing. The beads would all fall. As soon as they hit the ground, then they would go off. If the ladder is 300 feet tall, what is the ladder made out of? Wood. How is it attached to the wall? Huh? How is it attached to the wall? Uh, 
like spikes, metal spikes and ropes and if the bottom 20 feet burns away, is it gonna fall? Uh make a intelligence check. Oh fuck. I think I have a minus there. Oh no, that's charisma. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> um yeah, yes and no. Um so the way that the, the ladder is like it's using both side like the ladder straight up and down. It's got like spikes that are going through it, but also it's got portions of like beams that are like pushing up against the other side of the wall going up so that it keeps the ladder uh, pushed against the one side. Um, if the bottom 20 feet like ends up catching on fire, it probably wouldn't make the ladder collapse. However, if the bottom 20 feet of the ladder catches on fire, that fire is going up and it's going up pretty quickly because it's just going to burn away all the wood. And it's just going to keep. What I'm thinking is, if we're going to climb the ladder to try to get above the burn, we climb up 30, 40 feet and cut the ladder off beneath us. You also have to remember that a fireball's radius is 20 feet in an open area. You are not in an open area. So the distance that the fireballs would go are not 20 feet, they'd be a little bit longer than that. Not like a hundred feet or anything like that, but you're basically taking a large explosion and condensing it into a smaller space. And thus it'll travel a lot farther. Yeah. And thus but if the ladder up, is 300 yeah. feet and we're up by the top of it and drop yeah. those beads down below, we will yeah. be at least 200 feet away from the blast. Yeah. Approximately. Yeah. You, you'll definitely not be uh, within the blast, but you also have to remember this is a tiny, <laughs> this is a tiny cramped area. And if those beads drop and they hit any one of you, it's going to go off where it hits. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, All right, so that is very good logic. Uh, the other plan that I have is I can just sacrifice the Unseen Servant and basically have them make themselves as big as possible and try to get hit by all four of the beads. Because okay. I can be six, I can be at least 60 feet away from them. Mm -hmm. So well, what... there's a possibility I might take some damage, but significantly less. Uh, what's the hit points of the Unseen Servant? One. Yeah, so once they touch one of the fireballs, they would be able to absorb the damage of one of the fireballs, but then the other three would go off with them not being able to absorb anything. Oh, they wouldn't be able to trigger them all at once? They would be able to, well... Because that's usually that's... how a necklace of fireball works, is the more beads you throw, it just does a higher level spell. Yeah, yeah that's true. Okay. Yeah, I'll allow it. 
I think that's our best if, idea so far. Yeah, I'll, I'll allow it. Now, my question is this. If he's right at the top, say he's two feet from the door when the beads go off, how much below him is going to burn away of the ladder? Well, that's true. It would destroy a good chunk of the yeah. ladder that way. I would why say does he tunnel? Maybe about eight feet in circumference well, just big. enough to get like a person up the you know it's not um, very big does oh, giovanni feel does giovanni feel comfortable in their sleight of hand to be able to pluck the beads without triggering the tripwire oh yes okay why don't we do that because if you can pluck mm -hmm. them and pocket them then they're not going to go off okay okay do you want All us right. to do last rights before you go up Yeah, so we could get my dumbass nephew. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a nephew dish. <laughs> okay, so Giovanni's going to go up and try to pluck the beads. Mm -hmm. What are you guys doing? Uh, we're going to stand about 50 feet back just in case. 50 feet back from the ladder? From the base of the ladder. Okay. Uh, okay. That's not supportive. I'm going 100 feet back. Yeah. Oh my okay. God. All right. All right, just in uh, case. Just in case. Okay. You remember so... the movie Armageddon? Firecracker yes. in the hand. All right. So Giovanni, you mm -hmm. go up. Uh we'll we're gonna do this four times. Give me a sleight of hand check. Okay. So that's uh nineteen. Dirty nineteen okay. for the first one. So you pluck the first one, slowly put it in your pocket. Okay, go uh -huh. ahead. Sleight of hand check number two. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to math right now. Um, 23, a dirty 23. Okay. Pluck number two, put it in your pocket. Give me number three. Uh, 16. 16. You grab it and for a split second you think you might have lost your grip but you quickly like roll your wrist and it sits in your palm and you slowly Oof. close your hands over it and put it in your pocket okay last one last one 17 17 pluck the fourth one Put it in your pocket. You are now confident that all of the beads are now safely in your pouch pocket or wherever you put them. Or I, I put them in the bag of holding. Okay. Nice. All right. Very Great. good. Mm -hmm. Come back right. down. All right, guys. I got them all. Got them all. All right. Man. Well done. I guess I guess we can <laughs> we can go in now. Mm -hmm. I would recommend still opening the door from a distance. Yeah. 
no reason to be overconfident. <laughs> I'm a-okay with that. Um, yeah, I can mage hand the door open. Once we all climb up. Okay. All right, so you all climb up. And uh, so, Alicia, you're going to mage hand the door open. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you cast... You cast mage hand, you the the hand goes up. You hear it land on what sounds like wood on wood, uh up above. And from the little bit that you can see, uh you looks like you are looking up at kind of like a wooden beamed uh ceiling. Is the room above illuminated? Uh it is not from what you can see okay um i will slowly go up okay you get up and you you have dark vision um no i do not okay all right so you get up and you cannot see anything it is pitch black Mm -hmm. but you are able to slowly crawl your way uh out uh and um you know, at least get out of the, the way of the, the door. Um, you can, however, see the illuminated tracks heading off into the darkness. Okay. The rest of you get up. Mm-hmm. All right. For We're those of you else. who have the, the, for those of you who have dark vision, uh, you get up and you look around and it looks like you are in a very large kind of like um, hall of some kind. You are in some kind of residence. Um, there is coverings all over the furniture uh, and there is a fine la- layer of dust kind of on everything. It looks like this was maybe some kind of um house or meeting place or something it's kind of hard to tell um but uh the just by the structure and the layout um you can uh tell that people used to at least live here or do business here or something um and you can see the tracks as they kind of go off into the distance uh and you see a very large staircase going up to the second floor uh, and then you can see through the dark vision just a little bit that the the um, footprints are going up the stairs. Uh, so follow these footprints up the stairs. Okay. Uh, just after you guys, all of you get up and you start kind of get your bearings you hear just a horrific scream come from upstairs. Oh, that's not good. Well, only one way to find out what that was. Mm-hmm. I'm going to head to the staircase. Okay. Uh, are you guys trying to be quiet, sneaky, just going to yes. stomp around? What are you doing? Mild tiptoe. 
Okay, yeah. so everybody give me a stealth check. That's good. Nat 20, so that is going to be 26. Oh. Uh, 14 from 14 for me. Bonnie? Well, I have to roll with disadvantage because my armor, so... Clankety clank, here comes the tank. <laughs> Two? Two. Okay. So you guys are slowly moving. Um, you get to the stairs and uh, just as you guys start to go up, uh, Velody accidentally kicks one of the stairs with her foot and you hear a loud pong. And then like, there's like a moment of like the air is thick with silence. And then you hear footsteps. You hear a door open. And then you hear footsteps. And you it sounds like it's coming your way. What are you guys doing? Is there there's no um offshoots from this path, correct? Or on the staircase. I mean I mean you could go if you go back down, you could, you know, the staircase, there's a room to the left and there's a room to the right. The room to the right was the, the room that you just literally came from. There are some furniture pieces with like sheets over them, uh, you know, sitting in the uh uh in the room, but it's pretty sparse. And to the left, it doesn't look like there's anything there. I'm going to stand my ground, but I'm going to try to, like, get in front of the others a little bit, because I'm like, okay, that was that was my bad. I'm going to, I'll take on whatever comes around that corner. Okay. okay. So and I'll take out my crossbow. Like, okay. I'm ready. Uh, so you guys are just standing on the staircase. And you I'm watch... gonna back off. Okay, so you back off, and where are you going? Um, how far up the staircase are we? Uh, I'd say depending on your marching order, um, I'd say the first person was maybe between quarter and a half, uh, of the way up. Uh, the next person was probably about four or five steps up. Uh, Velody hit it at about the second or third step, uh, and then you know, uh, whoever's coming up behind was probably just at the bottom. That would be me, the coward. Okay, yeah, so I'm gonna back down, and while I'm backing down, I'm gonna be like, Giovanni, you might want to okay. use those beads. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I'm gonna get out of blast radius. Okay. So, so I'm gonna back down to um the base of the stairs and kind of slightly off the path. Okay. Uh, so you guys watch as one of the large gentlemen that you had seen before looks exactly the same size as the dude that was guarding the door. Uh, for those of you who can see in the darkness, uh, you notice that it is uh, yet another Goliath wearing very fancy attire and. He doesn't even say a word. He just literally takes a step and then jumps as he comes down straight for you, Velody. He's going to oh. try to Superman punch you. 
So, okay. Um, Can I shoot him in the air? Hold on. He, he, this was kind of a, I don't want to say it was a surprise round, but he just, he's going to do this one attack just on Velody. Um, Velody does a 19 hit you. Ah, just barely. Yes. Oops. Uh, so you take four points of bludgeoning damage as this Goliath just comes literally jumps down. Superman punches you. You take a step back and then now he's standing on the staircase. So now everybody roll me initiative. Fifteen. Okay, hold on. I gotta get my I get my pad out here. Okay, so uh okay, twenty-five to twenty. Anybody? Oh, yeah. yeah, I got twenty-two. Twenty-two? Okay. Okay. Uh twenty to fifteen. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, 15 to 10. Yeah, I got 15. 15? No, I'm sorry, 14. Uh, what's your dex? Me? Yeah. Uh, my base dex is 17, and my modifier is plus 3. Okay, so you're going to go first, because he okay. got the same. Ah. Uh, and then, Velody, what did you get? Uh, two, and I'm switching dice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be hit. My reaction time is really that slow. No, it just was kind of one of those things of, like, he jumped and you're like, what the pow? Like, you were not expecting this giant hulk of a man to fly down the staircase and punch you, but he did. But you took it like a champ. <laughs> All right, so Riggs, it is now your turn. Uh, Velody is standing on the staircase. There is now this very, very large Goliath standing, towering over her. Um, Giovanni's slightly back, and you and Alicia are even further back. So what would you like to do? I would like to remember the stats on that bow you gave me. Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I have one attack or two. Okay. I think you just um, have one at right now. I, I have two. Hmm. Oh, that's right. You guys are fifth now. I am going to shoot him with my bow. Okay. That was plus. He does a 24 hit. 24 hits. All right, I got to change to D6. How do we decide what the extra damage is? Like the uh, it was random. So um, I roll. Okay. Uh, it's going to be fire damage. All right. I do six fire and four piercing. So, okay. So 10. Okay. 
And then my second attack again with my bow. Uh huh. And this one's going to be ice damage. Oh, sweet. Um, well, that's a net 20. Oh, so it's going to be doubled. All right. So the ice damage is going to be 10. Okay. And the piercing damage is going to be a whopping two. So four. Yeah. No, no, no. That's doubled. Oh, that's double. So it was one. Okay. So 12 altogether. Okay. Got it. Okay. Doing anything else? How far away from him am I? Like at, at this point, like 10, 20 feet, maybe. I'm going to move back another 15 feet. Okay. Get a little bit more distance. I'm going to try to get out of his movement range. Okay. Sounds good. All right, Alicia, your turn. Yeah, so I keep forgetting that I have, like, canthropy. Mm. So we're going to have fucking fun with this. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, let's work together. Um, Alicia's actually going to move up, because uh, the swing that he did, did it just look like regular damage, or did it look like yeah, I just anyway. Oh, it looked like he just punched punched Velody. Cool. I'm going to try to get in between him and Velody. Uh-huh. And I am going to cast Armor of Agathis. Okay. Um, which will give me 5 temp HP. Mm-hmm. And as long as I have those temp HP, mm-hmm. anytime I'm hit with a melee attack, the creature will take cold damage. All right. Does Banjo roll? Well, it's not Velody's so got to get into initiative. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, until I take five damage from him, uh, he will continue to take five um, I, uh, cold damage every time I get hit. So five points of cold damage every time he hits you up until you take five damage? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. So if he hits you for five, he takes five. If he hits you for six, he still takes five, but then it's done. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. All righty. Doing anything else? Um, that is her movement and her action. Um, I don't believe I have any bonus actions that are useful right now. All right. Um, uh, no, it's just the telepathic speech, but that's not critical right now. Okay. Uh, Giovanni, it is now your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for attacking. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, joking out loud. I said this is the voice of God. Stop attacking. <laughs> <laughs> How far am I from this Goliath? You are five feet. Well, no, now you're like ten feet because Velody was in front of you but now it's alicia velody and yourself and you kind of had to take a step down as alicia got in between Mm -hmm. which made velody take a step down which made you take a step down okay so i'm not within unarmed strike range uh but i am going to shoot him okay um Wait, or do I want to shoot him first? Hmm. 
or do I want to, do I want to mess with his head? That sounds like the more fun option. Yeah. The magic Gurdjie? I'm totally butchering that pronunciation. Uh, you'll have sneak attack if you shoot him. You know what? Yeah, because it's like I want to, I want to mess with his with this guy's head somehow. Um, but you're right about that. So yeah, I am going to take a literal shot. Okay. And I am aiming for the head because I don't think him taking this to the chest is it is gonna do much. Okay. All right, I'm gonna shoot. Uh, there's a 15 hit 15 does not hit Ooh. Sneak. oh no but for sneak attack I would have had to hit him if I was going to use sneak attack correct yeah yep. I'll move okay um I'm a little bit too far away. On arm strike. So yeah, I'm actually gonna move closer. I'm gonna actually go behind. You can't you can't, hmm? oh, I you can't? can't move it? You know, you're you guys are basically in a line on a oh, staircase. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'm stuck. Where I'm at. All right. Uh, it is now the Goliath's turn. The Goliath is going to hmm. the Goliath is going to reach behind his back and he is going to grab a hand axe uh, that he had basically tucked in his back, like pants pocket, uh, and he's going to swing at you, Alicia, because you're the one that's right in front of him. Fair enough. Uh, oh, that's cocked. That is a ooh twenty three to hit. That will hit. Okay, so you are going to take. Eight, ten points of damage. From... Is it magical damage? It is magical damage. Okay. So that is what I needed to know. So I will actually take that damage. Okay. All right. And then he's going to swing at you again. That is fine. He will take the five cold. Okay. Five cold damage. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It's going to swing at you again. That is a 16 to hit. Wait, yeah, uh, I will throw up a shield on the second one. 
Okay. So it will miss. And so it will miss. Okay. Uh, and uh, yep, he that he's going to uh, take a couple steps back, and he's going to yell out, "Help! I need a little help." I mean, Alicia's got a dagger. She can try to stab him when he takes a few steps back. Okay. But I already used my reaction, so no, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, for shield. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that plan didn't last as long as I thought it would. <laughs> uh, that is the end of uh, his turn. Velody is now your turn. Um, uh, uh, Alicia is now directly in front of you. The Goliath has moved back a few steps. Um, so you are... Huh? Is he still in melee range? He is not. Damn it. Okay. Well, I'm gonna... You... I'll, I'll walk up to him, then I'll I'll pursue him. Alright, I will let you, because you're small, I will let you scoot by Alicia, yes. you know, through this, like, under her arms, basically, kind of sneak up to uh to get to him it would take in half of your movement but you're you didn't have to move that far so you're right up on top of him again all right i'm gonna swing my <clears throat> axe ah. i can't do math what's 15 plus 8 23 23 23 hits it hits excellent and 23 will do 11 damage. 11 damage. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> oh, yeah, I guess. Doing do anything else? I might as well take my uh, second wind to try to regain some of the poisoned HP. Okay. So one, if I can find a D10. So I get back nine. Nice. Nine. All right. Uh, that is the end of your turn. Um, just as your turn ends, you heard him shout, you know, help, need a little help here. And, uh, you now have heard, you hear a couple of doors, uh, open and you hear, doo, 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 and people start running down the hallway. Um, they are, yeah. So there are now more footprints footfalls heading in your guys's direction regs it is now your turn i'm gonna attack that guy again with my bow okay i'll take that what is that i said i'll take that oh yeah nice all right oh what's my what's my damage type Oh, uh, radiant. Nice. All right, so he's going to take 10 radiant. 10 radiant, okay. 
And six piercing. Six piercing. All right. All right. And my second attack does an 18 hit. 18 hits. What's my damage type? Uh, necrotic. Uh, that's five necrotic. Okay. And three piercing. Three so piercing. Three. All right. Wait, should we all be taking two attacks now at level five? Well, it's some some uh, classes uh, get uh, extra attack at level five. What are you? You're a fighter, fighter does. right? Yeah, you should have a second attack now. All right, I'll take advantage of that next time. Okay. <laughs> um, at higher levels, you actually get three attacks because you're a fighter. If you're a monk at like higher levels, you get like a bajillion attacks. It's it's amazing. Yeah, and level twenty fighters get a fourth attack. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, that is the end of your turn, Riggs. Or oh, doing anything else? What? How far away am I? Uh, you're still, you're now, because he took a step back, so you're now probably closer to 30, 35 feet. I'm going to move up to 25 feet away from okay. him. All right. Since there is still three people between me and him. Right. All right, Alicia, uh, you and Velody have been jockeying for position. Velody is now in front of you. Um, and she is standing right in front of the Goliath, and you are behind her. All right. Uh, I will take a step back um, to where Giovanni is. Okay. Uh, and if I can get a couple of those beads, I'm going to toss them. Okay. Here you go. So I okay. give you a few. Uh, so my plan is to throw them. Uh, the maximum distance I can throw them is 60 feet per the writing of the necklace mm -hmm. so uh given that we are in a tight corridor and it's going to go further i want to throw it at least uh 40 feet if i can okay so you want two of them yeah okay so uh it would yeah be closer to 35 feet to the top of the stairs but no <laughs> actually, oh no 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 we think Yeah, okay, 40 feet. Yeah, that would that would be that would work. Okay. Okay. Uh um, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead and make a dexterity check. You can use athletics or acrobatics or or not athletics, but you could use acrobatics uh to help out if you're proficient in it. I'm going to see when you throw it, if you can throw it past the shoulder of the Goliath or past the Goliath as you are on an angle trying to throw it up and over him, whether you can get it past him to where you want it or, you know. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Fifteen. 15. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for a split second, you think that one of the beads, as you're throwing it, you're like, 
no, but it sails past and for a split second you thought one of them might have fallen out of your hand as you were throwing, but they sail past and they land just on the other side of the uh you know the door frame and flames come flying out of the the um uh the doorway uh some of them actually lick the back of the goliath uh he is going to take i'm just going to say He's going to take six points of fire damage as the flames reach him. But the rest of them, okay, so go ahead and roll me. Uh, I think it's 8d6. Yeah, 8d6. Well, I did two beads. Sorry, that's only a fourth level. It is 9d6. Six, okay. That made Velody so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um, 10, 20, that's seven. So two more. Uh, 27. 27. Okay. Uh, so hold on here. I got to figure out something here. Okay. So, hold on here. Okay, you hear a whole bunch of like, oh, ah, uh, um, and but the the do 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 doesn't stop. We might need to run. Run where? I got tiny legs. All right, Giovanni. It is now, or oh, Alicia, are you doing anything else? Um, yeah, she's going to drop further back because I have a sneaking suspicion we're not going to be able to outnumber these guys. Okay. So you drop back. Uh, Giovanni, it is now your turn. Okay. I'm going to try to go around Alicia just to get in front of her. Uh, it's kind of impossible for you to get mm. around Alicia. Uh, mm -hmm. Velody can get around Alicia and Alicia can get around Velody because of the height difference, mm -hmm. but because you're both, you know, full size, it's, it's a mm -hmm. little too cramped. Mm. Oh, I didn't realize I couldn't get behind Giovanni. So then I'm probably on par with Giovanni right now. I can't get further back. Yeah, you could probably, I'll let you like Alicia, I'll let you turn and Giovanni, I'll let you turn to kind of scoot besides each other, but it's going to take five feet of movement oh, that's in fine. order to do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Difficult so yeah, I'll let, you, fine. I'll let you, I'll let you guys switch positions. Yeah. Cause, uh, I'm between quite literally punching this Goliath in the face or casting a spell that's really going to mess with his head. <laughs> Cause it's like, it's, it's very cramped in here. I want to get out of the staircase. Man, sweep his head. Man, sweep his head. Uh, let's see here. What am I gonna? How am I gonna do this? Mm 
Okay, so I am going to cause on a hmm, harmless tremors and try to tell them it's an earthquake that we all have to get to higher ground. Okay. So how does that work? Um, the magicary. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. Thaumaturgy. That thaumaturgy. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a few. Uh, I can manifest a minor wonder, a sign of supernatural power within range. And the range is 30 feet. And I can okay. uh, create... So it's an um, actual earthquake or he just thinks it's an earthquake? He'll think it's an earthquake. Okay, gotcha. All right. Uh, he's got to make a check or... Mm -hmm. um, if you cast a spell, you can... Uh... Nope. Probably you're more of trying to deceive him, aren't you? Yeah, I'm more so trying to deceive him. Just so he can back up and then we can get out of the staircase. Okay, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. What's the name of the spell? Uh, thaumaturgy. Thaum thaumaturgy, there we go. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So you're just casting thaumaturgy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Use playing that for the cheap seats. <laughs> Uh, well, she's just basically making, um, uh, it's like, uh, think of like a, like a con man that makes like the windows blow open or like a rumbling sound. Um, okay. Hold on here. Uh, so. Okay, so I'm going to. I'm going to make him make a wisdom check to see if he's fooled by the sound of an earthquake or, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no. Hmm? He is not fooled. No, he is not fooled. Damn, I tried. He he rolled a natural nineteen. Ah. So he is not fooled. It's a good try, though. Try. I mean, it's a that was a cantrip. Like, hey, can I still punch him or something? Uh, well, it's unless it's a bonus action, it's your action um, to cast it, <laughs> even though it's a cantrip. Oh no, my bonus action is a two weapon fighting. Yeah. Or a cunning action. Cunning action or fast hands. Uh. Well, yeah, you're you can, yeah, your bonus yeah. action can like dodge or not dodge, mm -hmm. but yeah, a dash, disengage, yeah. or hide. Right. Can't really hide anywhere. I can't really disengage. Where am I going to dash to? Fast hands. Uh, nah. Oh, oh well. Bonus action wouldn't work on anything. Okay. Uh, that was your turn. Mm -hmm. It is now the Goliath's turn. Uh, Velody, you are its target because you are directly in front of him. So he is going to attack you. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. Oof. Yep, that hits. Okay. Uh, you notice as he, like when he attacked Alicia, he was hitting 
with a hand axe. Uh, you do notice that as he goes to uh, hit you this time, uh, runes flare to life on the axe. You looks very similar to the axe that you have now that you look at it. Uh, so you take three points of slashing, or no, I'm sorry, six points of slashing damage, and you take five points of fire damage. Ooh, okay. Uh, that is also a 23 to hit again. Uh, this time you take eight points of slashing damage and three points of fire damage. Wow. I got a flame tongue axe. No fair. <laughs> got that. It looks it looks very similar to the axe that uh Velody has now, um, except it does different kind of elemental damage. There you go. Okay. Uh, that is the end of his turn. It is now your turn, Velody. All right. Well, I'm going to retaliate with my uh, newfound power of attacking twice. <laughs> First... Ooh. Does 12 hit? 12 does not hit. Then attacking once, hopefully. <laughs> you do notice, you do notice that when you swing and you miss, you cut into, like, you miss him, but you cut what you think should be his clothes, and there's no damage. Hmm. All right. Almost like the clothes aren't actually there. Oh, illusion making them not naked. That's yes. what pockets. <laughs> well, I assume a 23 hits. Yeah, 23 hits. Sorry, I was. And that'll do. Yes. 12. Uh, well, 12 points of damage? Yep. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. This time, you dig it into his shoulder, and he grabs the axe and pulls it out of his shoulder. You don't actually see the wound, but there's blood all up and down your axe. All right. It's got to be wearing on him. Yep. Okay, that is the end of your turn. Uh, after your turn, you guys notice as four more Goliaths show up at the very top of the stairs. Um, you know, you hear a do-do-do-do-do, and then four more Goliaths show up at the very top of the stairs. Um they they are don't have any more movement, uh, but you do notice that although they're now that you kind of notice this illusion, even though their clothes are completely fine, their faces are kind of singed. Okay, 
Their weekend. Yeah, their weekend. All right. Yeah. Briggs, it is now your turn. All right. Does it, I assume a 25 hits. Yes, 25 hits. Who are you hitting? Same guy I've been hitting. Okay. Yep, 25 hits. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep chopping at this tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's my damage type? Oh. Uh, it is... For uh, fire damage. All right, so that's four points of fire and four points of piercing. Eight points of damage on that one. Eight points of damage? Okay. Eight. Uh, sorry. Okay. And a 21 to hit. 21 hits. What's my damage type? It is... It is necrotic. All right, so it's uh, four points necrotic and five points piercing, so nine points total. Okay, you uh, shoot, and as you shoot, you hit the Goliath square in the chest, uh, like right center mass. And as you do, you hear a cracking sound. And Velody, because you're right there, you notice as this cracking sound, the shattering sound, like, you know, you hear it, uh, you all notice the illusion go away, but you notice that there was an amulet that was sitting on his chest. The illusion was covering the amulet, but now that it has been shattered, the illusion is gone, but it sits in his chest and his eyes roll back and he falls forward. Velody, make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because you're on the staircase. God. Okay. Is a giant naked Goliath about to fall on Velody? Yes. <laughs> well, it's not going to get much less advantage than that. Uh, I assume. Three. Three? Okay. The Goliath, the Goliath falls on top of you. You try to hold him back, but you're thrown off kilter. He lands on top of you. You take two points of damage as he falls on top of you. And now he is laying on top of you and you are pinned down until you can either push him off or somebody can pull him off of you. Um, But Riggs, are you doing anything else? Um, I, I move up next to uh, the other two. Okay. So you guys are kind of forming a little line at the bottom of the stairs now? All right. Uh, Alicia, it is now your turn. Uh, there is a naked Goliath uh, laying on top of Velody, uh, trapping her now on the staircase as she is now underneath this Goliath. And there are four brand new Goliaths that got singed pretty good uh, standing at the top of the staircase. Um, okay. Um, I am going to um, pull a torch out of my bag and press to digitate it to be lit because my okay. eyes are not working very well right now in the dark vision. 
So um, with that, I am going to, uh, which I believe that is 20 feet of bright light, 20 feet of dim light. So I can see within 40 feet of myself now, mm -hmm. uh, which means I can see the next Goliath on the staircase. Mm -hmm. And I will need, i um, going to quicken a spell and I will need a wisdom save from him. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. That is a two. Oh, fine. <laughs> uh, I am going to be concentrating on this spell, and it's hopefully doesn't kill him because I really want it to do what it does. Okay. Uh, 16. He's going to take 17 psychic damage. Okay. And he now has the stun condition. Okay. Um, until I drop concentration on the spell or I go unconscious. Okay. Or for the next minute. Okay. So you watch as one of the Goliaths who, you know, their shoulders are just kind of up and down as they're like pumping themselves up to attack. And all of a sudden one of them just kind of like looks straight, like looks up, looks straight ahead and just completely blank exp expression. Okay, so yeah, once they're released, they must roll a d4 for every 15 seconds they were under the spell. Okay. All right, so we're gonna I'm gonna make a little check mark for each round that they're stunned or that he's stunned. Okay. Uh, doing anything else? Uh, no, that is action bonus action, and um, I can and I'll take a few steps back because I think we're. Not really. Uh, I'm not feeling safe being this close to these people, so I'll take a few more steps back. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Giovanni, it is mm -hmm. now your turn. What are you doing? Um, Leaving. Hmm. <laughs> Where am I going? <laughs> oh, you're... you're... Oh, we can see your background right now. Oh, sorry. Um, no, thinking. Uh, um, so one naked Goliath is dead, and it's still on Veloti. Yes. Okay, and then there's another one under as well behind. Like, I guess there, in front. there's four. There's four kind of in the doorway leading oh. down the stairs. One of them now looks stunned. And the other three mm -hmm. are, are there. Hmm. Because I am between shooting the one that is stunned or getting Velody out from underneath. Mm hmm. Um, is the stunned Goliath preventing the other two from moving down the stairs? Don't know. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I would I mean, he's not going to attack this round, so if you want to go after the ones behind him, that's fine. Or if you want to help Belodi, that's fine. Yeah, I just say start narrowing now. Narrowing down. Alright, I... I'm still within my 30 feet, right? Yep. Alright, I am going to... Oh, um, no, actually, hmm? no. No, now, not, sorry. Uh, no, you're, you're beyond 30 feet to the the doorway at the top of the stairs. Mm. I have a torch up though, so it's got more range of light. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm how far from the stuns, though, I guess? Uh, where you are, you would be mm -hmm. at about 55, 60 feet. Okay. Hmm. Well, since I'm too far to do anything, I'm going to get Veloti out from underneath uh, the dead one. Woohoo! All right. Uh, give me a strength check mm -hmm. with advantage because Velody's also trying to like mm -hmm. push him up out of the way. Okay. Where's my strength? There we go. Um. Ooh, dirty twenty. All right, you're not able to like pick him up, but with the two of you, you are able to kind of like lift him and roll him to the side enough that Velody can like get out from underneath. And then you just kind of like flop him back down. So he is laying in the staircase. There's a very mm -hmm. narrow path to get around him now. Uh, but Velody is no longer trapped underneath him. Cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, can't do anything else other than guessing moving forward is not an option. Uh, really, I mean, you, you would really have to like step on top of and over the Goliath to get mm -hmm. up the stairs, which I would allow you to do, but you'd have to make some dexterity checks to see if you would be able to successfully step on top of and over a Goliath without falling over. Mm. All right, if I'm going to try to step over this Goliath, anybody coming with me? I take that as a no. No, oh, no. Okay, <laughs> so then... I'm in. Sorry. I was... oh. Okay, all right. So I'm going to make the attempt to step over. Okay. Give me a dexterity check. Okay. You dexterity. can use uh, acrobatics. Saving, right? No, just uh, acrobatics just, or straight mm -hmm. dexterity. Um, let's go with acrobatics. And that'll be an eight. So you try to like step up on top and like over, but the Goliath, you know, it's it's hard and you kind of trip and stumble and go to like one knee. Mm -hmm. So you you didn't like completely fall over, but you didn't really make any headway. And now you're kind of like half kneeling, kind of like holding on to the side of the staircase, like mm -hmm. on top of the Goliath. Okay. And now well, like, I, I hit my knee on something though, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, not like you didn't hit your knee. You just kind of went down on one knee, like you were going down, but you kind of mm -hmm. like caught yourself. Mm-hmm. But you didn't, you didn't, you got no forward momentum, no forward gotcha. movement. All right. Uh, that is the end of your turn. Mm -hmm. The Goliaths um, start to look like they're about to head down. And all of a sudden you hear a female voice from upstairs you can't see where it came from but you hear a female voice speak in uh 
what languages do you guys know? Rigs, real fast. What languages do you know? Um, Abyssal, Common, Draconic, Elvish, and Sylvan. Okay, does anybody else know Abyssal? No. Uh, okay. Tiefling, no, you have. No, Infernal. You have Infernal. Infernal. Yep. Okay, so Rigs, you're the only one that understands uh, what is said, uh, but you hear a female voice say, we don't have time for this, come. And then, the, but you guys all see three of the Goliaths uh, like walk away and you hear a kind of like a whooshing sound and then silence. Uh, the one Goliath that you had stunned, Alicia, is still standing at the top of the stairs. And the Goliath that is now, that Giovanni is now kneeling on, is still on the, the staircase. But it seems like the other three went somewhere else. Um, it is now Velody's turn. You really can't go anywhere because there is a Goliath and a Giovanni blocking your path <laughs> uh so there's really no way to get around them giovanni's gonna have to like detach herself from what she's doing in order for you to get through so unless you want to shoot the stunned goliath um mm -hmm. with something or throw that your hand axe at them uh i don't know what else you could do well that doesn't seem very fair <laughs> How long does the stun last? Like, is he going to stay attacking us, or can we just kind of leave him there? It'll well, last it... for a minute, and then he's going to be fucked afterward. Yeah. Fucked like we don't need to fight him? We're good for a few minutes, let's just put it that way. You're good for a minute. Mm. No, because after the spell drops, he has to roll a d4 for every 15 seconds. So that's, if he keeps the whole um, thing, that's 44. And that's how many minutes it takes him to recover from the spell. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So we have at least five minutes. Right. Well, I guess we should try to. So, I was going to say so if you guys just want to wait for the minute to be over. We'll just call combat for the second and then we'll resolve that and then we can jump right back into it if if you guys want to do something after that. So what do you guys want to do? I suspect that once he's no longer stunned and seen the rest of his companions leave, he will probably just leave himself. We could wait at the bottom of the stairs where he can't see us. Okay. I don't know. I really want to just go up there and see where the rest of them went. Well, we can't get past him. Ah. True. Well, we All can right. spend time trying to move the body of this other one. Yeah, and I would say I would say within like the minute you could drag the body off the stairs and off to the side uh, and be able to clear the stairs so you have a you know, easy access up and down the stairs. Actually, can I take a look at the cracked amulet? Sure. Uh, make a investigation check. 
All right. Seven. Uh, it looked like it looks like it was an amulet that had some kind of gem in it, but you can't really tell much more about it. There are little tiny pieces of it kind of around, but you didn't see it intact. You only saw it after it broke. Mm. Alicia, you do magic things. Does this look like anything to you? I can definitely check it out. Um... Uh, I'll let you, well, Okay. So uh, we can pocket well, it and check it out later. I was gonna say if you if you study it, you're gonna kind of break your concentration yeah. on the stun. So yeah. Yeah, we can pocket it and investigate it later. Okay. Uh so I'm gonna say by this point in time, between dragging him down, looking at the necklace and all that stuff, the minute has passed. Uh, so he's going to roll four D4. So he's going to take three, two, that's five, another three, that's eight, and another two, that's 10. 10 points of damage. So it's 10 minutes for him to recover. Oh, he doesn't take any damage. No. Oh. Um... Okay. So. He will recover in 10 minutes. So I'll say that when the stun drops, he kind of like finally kind of like slumps to the ground. And he just kind of like looks around. And. He just kind of sits there. Yeah. He doesn't really move or do anything. So he's recovering from seeing the infinite stretches of time and witnessing the death and rebirth of the cosmos for a full minute. Ah, okay. Yeah. Time to recover from. <laughs> Sounds and, like you threw him in the time vortex. Uh, no, he she will just, also be permanently she, haunted by this for the rest of his life. She just HP Lovecraft him is basically what she did. <laughs> the spell's called Endless Torment. <laughs> oh my god. All right. I mean, I can piss you off. <laughs> all right he's around him at the top of the stairs this yeah he's just kind of sitting there like he he's now he's now like literally sitting at the top of the stairs his feet are now like a couple of steps down and he just has his hands and his his head in his hands and he's just quietly weeping to himself oh yeah this is a nasty spell when I was given it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, you guys could get by him. He's not going to be able to do anything. So you guys, there is enough room that you guys could like literally walk up the stairs and walk right around him. Shall we? Absolutely. I'm still in the rear, right? Last in yeah. line. Yes. As okay. I pass him, I try to steal the amulet. 
like break the chain and take it with me that he is probably wearing? Uh, okay. So you reach through the illusion, you find purchase, go ahead and make a strength saving throw or not a strength saving throw, just strength. Let's see your first page. Uh, 17. 17. You yank, it does not break. I try one more time. Okay. Give me a strength check. Dirty 20. Yep. Still nothing. You kind of get the impression that these amulets don't come off until like either something magically takes them off or the amulet itself like is broken. Can I borrow an axe? <laughs> I'm kidding. I give up. All right. So you guys get to the top of the stairs. Uh, there is a hallway uh, that leads uh, straight down. Uh, there is two doors on the left and two doors on the right. Do we still see the footprints? Uh, yes. They led to the far left door. And then they, like, you see the footprints go that way. And then the footprints come kind of like halfway back out. And then a couple of steps looks like it turned and then nothing. So it looks like the footprints came up the stairs, went down the hallway into that room, came back out of that, that door, walked about halfway down the hallway, turned around, took a couple of steps and then vanished. Well, it sounds like the noise we heard must've been some kind of portal. You guys want to check out that room? Sure. I go and check the door for booby traps. Okay, make an investigation check. Sixteen. Sixteen, you find no traps. Do you want to use Mage Hand to open the door? Uh, as long as it's not locked, gladly. I'll try to open the door carefully. Almost every door I touch has been booby-trapped in some way, whether there's people <laughs> or poison. Do you want to step back before I open it? Yes, please. All right, so you guys step back. Alicia, you cast Mage Hand. Yep. You turn the door. You hear it creak. And then everybody... Get... No, I'm just kidding. The door, like, just opens up and nothing happens. I still have a torch, so like we don't need to completely rely on black and white vision. Mm -hmm. uh, you come around the corner and you look into the room and you see the uh, young man who had been uh, talking to all the young ladies tied to a chair. Uh, you notice that his hand has been cut off, is laying on the ground. There are severe lacerations all over his face. 
one of his ears has been severed off. Uh, and then there are several, what look like, then are, then there looks like several cuts, like on the leg, like they rolled up his pants and like started slicing his legs. And there is a large dagger lodged directly into the center of his heart. And he is dead. And that's where we're going to call it for tonight. Damn. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, I'm so glad we could get back to this. <laughs> little, uh, little side adventure here. I was not anticipating, but um, you guys decided to pull on the thread. So, yeah. Um, I'm well, just glad I was able to use that spell. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it is a nasty spell. Um all right. I've been waiting this whole time to use that tracking spell. I, I know, and it came in very handy this time. It really did. Um well thank you uh players for for uh uh joining me tonight. I'm glad you know we were able to do this after about a month, a little over a month hiatus. Um Thank you listeners for listening in. Um, I actually haven't uh, edited or released any of the previous uh, episodes because I was kind of waiting for us to pick it back up again before I started releasing again. So hopefully uh, with the next couple of days, I'll, I'll get a couple of episodes or at least one uh, edited and, and released. Um, but uh, yeah, um Alicia, you got you got some decisions to make. Yep. Uh it seems like uh like the, the the more and more things are happening. So we'll we'll see how this all uh all plays out. Um once again, thank you uh for joining me for listening to us. Uh uh we'll do shout outs uh I can't, I can't, God, I wanted to say Becker. Cam, Cameron, what do you got going on? Um, old age. Uh, I have a, <laughs> my, my daughter's graduation party is a week from Saturday. Oh, geez. And two days late and three days later, she moves into her first apartment. Oh my God. That's crazy. So I am not even remotely emotionally ready <laughs> for that, but here we go. Yeah. All right, Alicia, or Alicia, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, Sambi, <laughs> you got going on? Um, uh, not much. Um, you know, uh, big thing though is is, um, uh, you know, support like uh your local craftsmen and stuff. I have a person I play D and D with in a different campaign, who's actually a leather worker, and they're gonna actually make me a new quiver for my uh LARP character. So I'm going to be meeting up with them in the near future to discuss what I want and more importantly, how much I'm going to be paying him for it because I would <laughs> like to financially support people who do crafts, especially for me. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Jojo, what you got going on? Or yeah, Jojo. Oh my God. What don't I have going on? Um, a lot. Um, I got a, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I I think I I mentioned my nice dice tower uh -huh. that I got had gotten at a pride event, um, that has now wondrously made me start rolling a lot better now. 
Oh, nice. I also picked up uh, some new dice, two sets. One set resembles honey, and so I'm keeping that one. Another set resembles Swiss cheese. <laughs> so I'm giving that set to my sister and the campaign that I'm in with her that she's running. We're finally picking that up again this weekend. So that's exciting. Um, yeah, other than that, not I guess I, I have a garden. Oh, nice. Um, Congrats. And thank you. And it's uh, I, I, I might be harvesting something soon. And just a little tip. For our listeners, uh, it is a rooftop garden as I do live in quite a popular city. And I don't necessarily have a backyard, so I have a nice rooftop garden that I've had to move around um, because the landlord said so. But I get to keep it, get to grow some of my own stuff. So that is like the one thing I get to look for. Um, I'm also now apparently a moonshiner. <laughs> I kind of made booze. My boyfriend and I made a lemon liqueur um that's now bottled up in my fridge so that tastes interesting uh that's 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 about it i'm gonna keep rambling on (laughs) all right (laughs) bonnie what you got going on uh let's see tomorrow um we're driving down to san diego and i'm gonna go to the san diego comic-con for the first time it's a weird year for it to be uh, my first year, but it is um, good to bring up the the SAG strike and the writer's strike. Um, my fiance is a SAG member, so he's been striking. Um, so I think it's really important to, one, still go to the con and support the small creators who are there and who depend on conventions for their livelihood, but also to, you know, remember to that the uh, the front of making sure artists get fair pay and um, we're not all replaced by AI. SAG mm. and uh, the Writers Guild are working very hard on that front right now. So yep. if you uh, have some patience with uh, with content being put out and uh, support workers' rights. Yes, and... I, I was gonna I was gonna bring that up uh, too if if nobody did, but. Yeah, when this episode comes out, I mean, hopefully the strike's over by then. But if it's not, yes, absolutely just support the actors, support the writers. Um, You know, everybody's talking about it and saying, oh, the actors are rich. And, you know, no, the, the, the strike's not for the Tom Cruises and, you know, the Chris's of the Marvel universes that are making millions and millions of dollars. The strike is for the extras. It's for the one-liners. It's for the 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 people that are working at scale to get you know just human rights, good working conditions, fair pay. Same thing with the 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 writers. Like pay these people what they deserve. You know, like the 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 was it A A or A T T P or whatever it is, like some of the things that they, they want to do. It's like, like, no, like that's just like, they want to hire an actor to come in for a hundred dollars. They scan their face and then they can use their likeness in perpetuity for the rest of their life and not have to pay them anything. Like, no, it's absolutely not okay. Yeah. That's not okay. You know, and the writers, they, 
you know, the, they, they want to pay these writers next to nothing and then change everything that they write. And, you know, I, I just, I, yeah, that like it, the last time that both SAG and the writers guilds, you know, went on strike was like, I think the seventies or something like that. And like a lot of, a lot of good stuff came out of it. So, you know, if you're a SAG member, if you're part of the writers guild, you know, just hold the course. If you are a content creator, if you are an aspiring actor or writer, do not cross the picket lines. Don't become a scab. Um, just hold out because yeah, they're going to throw big money at you, but in the long run, it's going to be better if you just hold the course. So that's my two cents on it. All right. Uh, once again, thank you for listening. Uh, players, thank you for playing. And uh, I will see you all next week. And is it Thursday yet? Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. bye.